0: Sometimes God will bring to me a scripture from 1 Corinthians chapter 1 to encourage me to continue to do exhortations for the church, as is my assignment. Because in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 21, we read... It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. So he will show me just keep exhorting the church. There are two other scriptures I'm greatly encouraged by in exhorting the church. One of them is Hebrews chapter 3, to exhort one another daily. And in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. These have been very important scriptures to keep me doing this work of God in exhorting the church because thoughts come to discourage us. And sometimes... We just have to follow those scriptures and make ourselves do the work of God. And we honor God by speaking that which God gives us to speak. After the crucifixion and resurrection, Jesus set up the New Testament church from heaven. We read about this in Ephesians 4. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive, and gave gifts unto men. And he gave some apostles, and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the sleight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love, grow up unto him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. How did the New Testament church get set up? It got set up, After the resurrection of Jesus, from heaven Jesus spoke to his chosen ministers. One example is the Apostle Paul. From heaven Jesus called Paul to put him into the ministry. Jesus called Paul by name, saying, Saul, Saul. There were other men traveling with Paul at that time and they saw a great light come down from heaven and they heard a voice from heaven but they saw no man. But it was Paul who was called by Jesus to be his minister. In Acts chapter 9, we read this story. And Saul, who is Paul, Yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went into the high priest and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogues, that if he found any of this way of Jesus, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus. And suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus. Whom thou persecutest, it is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And Paul, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? He was instantly changed, instantly. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. And the men which journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. But the call of God was upon Paul, not the ones who traveled with him. Acts chapter 26. The apostle Paul tells this story in greater depth to King Agrippa. Verse 9. Paul says, I verily thought with myself that I ought to do many things contrary to the name of Jesus of Nazareth, which thing I also did in Jerusalem, and many of the saints did I shut up in prison, having received authority from the chief priests. And when they were put to death, I gave my voice against them. And I punished them off in every synagogue and compelled them to blaspheme. And being exceedingly mad against them, I persecuted them even unto strange cities. Whereupon, as I went to Damascus with authority and commission from the chief priest, at midday, O king, I saw in the way a light from heaven above the brightness of the sun, shining round about me and them which journeyed with me. And when we were all fallen to the earth, I heard a voice speaking unto me and saying in the Hebrew tongue, Saul, Saul. Why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And I said, Who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. But rise and stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee, For this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness both of these things which thou hast seen and of those things in the which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom I now send thee, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Paul says, Whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision. Paul was born again instantly. Instantly. He did nothing to cause himself to be born again, and we do nothing to cause ourselves to be born again. We are simply chosen from heaven by God, as was Paul. Jesus set up the New Testament church from heaven after the resurrection. The minister's are given by Jesus from heaven, just as Paul was by revelation from God. The individual church members are born again by God revealing himself to them and showing them himself, thus causing them to be born again. It is not of themselves or anything they did. It is simply the will of God that causes us to be born again. And when we are born again, we are changed into a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new at the time we're born again. That's in 2 Corinthians 5.17 Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.